Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I was, uh, had my head down, and I was uh, thinking of what I wanted to say this morning, but uh, it, it, it kind of, uh, it's kind of be something I've lived for a long time. And, uh, you know, for a long time, you know, I had a lot of faith in people. You know, it's strange, too, because, you know, you know, um, my mother was a Sunday school teacher. So, of course, I grew up around it, knowing uh, scriptures and things like that. Not not a lot of them, but, you know, the ones I retained. But um, having her as a mother was uh, was a huge help in understanding about faith. But even with that, as I grew up, I began to put a lot of faith in people. And, um, you know, I, I figured, uh, you know, just like everybody else, you know, man, if I could just meet this person or if I could just sit down with that person or, man, if I could just get this person to hear my ideal or, man, if just if this person could hear my track or, man, if I could just get this in the hands of somebody in the know. I was like everybody else. I thought that way. You know, I actually thought that if I could get in a certain situation with a certain person, that if a certain person were to meet me, that, you know, it could change everything for me. Oh, man. Oh, how wrong I was. Oh, how wrong I was. How long did I spend feeling that way? And how many of you out there possibly have felt that way before? You know, like even in a relationship, this is the person for me. And, you know, you just lay claim to that. You know, not necessarily being a fact, but you just lay claim to it. This is the person for me. This is the person 
that I want to spend the rest of my life with. You know, sometimes, you know, we just lay claim to stuff. And it's not always what's in our best interest or it's not always a fact. It's just what we decided we wanted. And I was guilty of that just like anybody else. And I spent a lot of years in my life putting faith in people. Man, if I could tell you anything this morning, it's to stop putting your faith in people and put your faith in God where it counts the most. I mean, you can get something out of this one. See, here's the deal about a relationship with God. It, it, it's the same all the time. He never changes. His word is 100% absolute. His word doesn't have loopholes in it. None of that. It's this is what it is. He's very clear. Now, you can deviate off your end of the bargain, but it don't stop what he says from being true. But if he asked you to do something, if, if God asked you to, to be a certain way, to do a little something a certain way, and you don't do it that way, then, you know, you could still possibly get by for a while. But don't you understand that his end of the deal stays the same? And as long as you're not doing it the way you're supposed to, the results are not going to be what you want it to be. And I did this for years and years and years, and I counted on people. And, uh, you know, I got myself in a lot of situations, and I got out one a dire situation that I'd been in for a number of years, but he had protected me from years prior to that. I didn't even know what was going on. And then he, he made it aware, made me aware of the problem. And then man, Lord have mercy. I was in a dismal situation. And then at the end of the year, I was free, free from it all. But it was a decision that I had made that led up to that. And in, and in going through that process, I had to learn something, man. I learned a lot about people. See, if you want to learn about your friends, if you want to learn about your people, people around you, get yourself in some trouble. Get yourself in a situation. Oh, man, you start looking around, man, the field get real clear when you're in trouble. The field clears out when you're in doubt, when you don't know what to do, when you need help. It get real clear on the playing field then, don't it? Oh, but when things is going right, it's time for a party. We throwing a celebration. We 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 gonna we gonna do one down here. Oh man, there's plenty of people on the field. But 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 get yourself in a situation. You find out rather quickly that oh no, oh no, everybody ain't here. And that's when I started learning. And I and I'm telling you, I had to start learning this for real until I finally got it to stop putting my faith in people and put all of mine in God where it counts the most. Now, is that to say that there are people that you can't trust? No, that's not what I'm saying. I ain't say you can't trust them, but you can't dump your faith in them. I got it all riding on what he say. I got it all riding on what she say. No, no, uh-uh, no. I hear you saying it, but I'm going to keep my eye on this situation. Because I hear you saying, but I'm going to take this faith of mine and instead of putting it in people, I'm going to put it in God where it counts the most. Because his word is absolute. What he say he's going to do, he's going to do. What he say he's not going to tolerate, he's not going to tolerate. Now, you can make it you can make it tolerable for yourself, but he's not going to tolerate it. And that's just the end of the line. And so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm wondering how many people out there find themselves in a situation like me, or maybe you've gotten yourself in a situation because you put your faith in some people and now you wound up in a different type of situation. Now let me ask you, where them people at? The only one 
that I found when I was in my deepest trouble, when me and my wife were in our darkest situation, was God. It was the only one. It was the only one who was just right there, right there all the way through. Now, let me explain something to you. Because you have this relationship with God, it does not mean, it does not mean now that it won't get, it won't still be a situation. You understand? But what he will do is protect you during that period. He'll cover you during that period that it is a situation. He will give you the strength to overcome the situation when it turns into a situation. Then when he, when he cracks it open for you and the sun is bright and shining, what he don't want you to do is when it gets sunny again to forget about him who was there when it was dark for you. See, I used to do that too. You know, I was, oh man, I did it. I'm, I'm telling you right now I did it. But I'm telling you, man, when I learned a very serious lesson and I watched some people I thought were friends of mine just sort of casually remove themselves from the situation. Then I said, okay. Me and Marjorie looked around. We said, okay, it's just me, you, and God. And we started conducting ourselves accordingly. So when it's sunny for us, we remember God. We stay prayerful. We keep talking to him. We thank him for the sunshine. We thank him for the dark days that he allowed us to who allowed us to survive it and turn it into sunny days. And we talk to him constantly to protect us of our future enemies. And that's what the deal is. So if I was everybody, I would stop putting your faith in people and put your trust in God where it really does count the most. It really, really does. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody, let me have your attention, please. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show live, live on the radio. Uh, I am uh, in the motherland broadcasting. Uh, the team is in the States, and we're exchanging information. Love, honor, gratitude. It's, this is an amazing experience. Still here, uh, headed home shortly, but we broadcast it. And uh, it's only cracking, man. It's Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. And Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. What's happening? Ain't no junior. Morning, everybody. What up, huh? <laughs> yeah. Is the fool here? The fool is in the building. Yes, he is. <laughs> Pop the third said, morning you know, Tommy, to you, I talked about you. Yeah, I talked about you yesterday, Tommy, to uh, some uh, people in higher-up positions. Come on. Talk to me. And they said, congratulations to you on your career. They Thank say you. they're big fans of your show on OWN. They've actually seen it. And go. some girls want to know, how can they get on the show? Oh, nice. Well, that's then me and you talk, Uncle Steve. Because see, now we talking about ready to love Africa. See what I'm saying? We, we going global, bro. Me and you together. You know, ready to love Nigeria. Ready to love Botswana. Are we, let's just, let's, come on, man. Yeah. I don't know where that's at. Wow, that's interesting. Why not? That ain't a bad idea, man. You know what? Who who owns the show? Will Packer. Okay. Now, who, if you call really Will it? and you and Will do this show in Africa without me, oh, please, oh. both of y'all need to know, gonna be some ass whooping and repercussions. <laughs> right. 
I'm just saying this right now. I hope everybody listens. Why do you think well, that? Well, everybody listens. And ain't no king or Tommy, queen going to be able to say that one of y'all. Are you available? Yes. Are you available <laughs> to travel? Because, you know, you know, you got your family. You know, yeah. you got your stand-up that you got to do. You, know, you done took no your family over there. How come now? I can't? You done took your family over there. How come I can't take mine over there? Oh, man. Because mm. you cheap. Ah. <laughs> Back but on if you, you paying nephew. for me to come over there, I ain't paying for you paying for No. Me. You. What? Now, everybody. No, Tommy. What? TV pay for you to come. TV don't pay for your family to come. Your family, having your family is a luxury. Ah. So, how's my wife and my kids going to get over there? Well, oh, they're more than welcome. Uh-huh. Man, this continent would welcome your family with open arms. They love that. Okay. So we paying for you to come. I guess Do Southwest go to Africa? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. You gonna be in business class group A? I ain't mad at oh, you. Oh, we gonna be in letter A, car. Oh, we gonna yes. be in it. Wow. Early. We early birds. Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, coming up at 32 after the hour, we're going to tell you about the big party this Columbus Day weekend, the Sand and Soul Festival, where in Cancun, Mexico, right after Cancun, this. Cancun, baby. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so we have a brand new family member. We have to welcome them again from Atlantic City. Please welcome 96.1 WTTH. South Jersey's new home for the one and only Steve Harvey Morning Show. 96.1. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Up in the Atlantic City. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, casinos, gambling, yes. boardwalk. Yes. All Good families, fun, wholesome living, and a slither of sin and debauchery. <laughs> Long, just how we like it. <laughs> oh, boy, it's wonderful to have families. They got some nice neighborhoods, some beautiful churches up there, some great choirs. They got some good food. But there is a hint <laughs> of sin and debauchery. And I must admit, oh. I have gone there for the latter many times. <laughs> the sin and debauchery. <laughs> Boy, thank you, Atlantic City, for some moments I have had. Yes, Lord. And pawn shops on every corner. Bell's bonds. I've been involved in all of it. You needed every one of them, huh? Oh, I done got three partners out of jail down there. Steve, you doing a shout-out to a city, and you doing landmarks? What's a landmark? (laughs) Dog, landmarks. They got bail bondsmen and pawn shops on every corner in Atlantic City. What did you pawn? And I've been to a lot of them. What did you pawn? Well, I don't go there to pawn. Mm. I go there to buy pawn stuff. Oh, okay. All right. I ain't mad at it. Then I was going to the casino, finding people that was down on their luck, mm-hmm. selling it to them so they could get something out of their trip. Oh, nice. Okay, that was thoughtful. Yeah, it's called the bounce-up money trap. <laughs> oh, you know what that's a name? That, that's a trap. thing? <laughs> wow. See, y'all not from Cleveland. It's mm-hmm. called the bounce-up money trap. <laughs> well, you buy something from the pawn shop and uh-huh. way less value 
than it's worth. Get it out and sell it back out on the street for more than a pawn shop will get it to you for. Whoa. This is too much. Okay. This is too much information. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. can I, somebody win some money, think they hot, you know? Since you hot, you might well get something that was hot. <laughs> we Once upon you. a time. Well, I, yeah. We just wanted you to welcome Atlantic City oh, uh, he did that. to the family. Uh huh. And we got a list. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got to tell them about the Sand and Soul Festival, Steve, going down Columbus Day weekend in Cancun, Mexico. Sand and Soul Festival. Yeah. Going down Columbus Day weekend. All of this information is at Steve Harvey, sandandsoul.com. Now, listen, we have a special offer, $500 off on all new people that come to participate in the Sand and Soul. We have running all the rest of this week until Monday, $500 off of everything we doing at the Sand and Soul Festival. So, it's in Cancun, Mexico. We offering you 15%, excuse me, we're offering you 15 events over five days and four nights and the resort is absolutely baller, y'all. Let me explain something to you. Let me give you this number so you, because I know you're going to want to do it. Call 1-800-684-2825. You need to dial 800. That means it's free. 684. Uh-huh. 2825. 800-800-684-2825. I know some people wanted to cancel because of the DR trip. Okay, cool. But now let me explain something to you. Y'all know I'm not going to do nothing crazy. Me and Marjorie going over there. Our daughter Morgan went and took videos and says, Dad, this is a place you and mom will enjoy. So cool. The resort, <laughs> we got 15 events, five days, four nights. The resort is balling. Let me tell you something. It's all-inclusive, food and drinks. A jacuzzi and private balcony with hammocks in every room. You get a $750 resort credit to be used in the gift shop and at their award-winning spa. My daughter went on there. They said they remodeled that thing. That thing is flat. 24-hour room service. 24-hour bakery and snack bar. We got 10 all-inclusive restaurants, including a steakhouse, a seafood joint, Italian, hibachi. We got Mexican. We got homemade ice cream and pastries. We got wood-fried pizza. Wood fired pizza. We got 11 bars. We got the credit. We got everything. Free Wi Fi. Who the hell down there looking for free Wi Fi? I don't understand that. <laughs> you come all the way out the country. It's all inclusive. Now, your ass need free Wi Fi too? Well, hell, here it is. <laughs> I said all inclusive. And what I'm down there for, right? Yeah, y'all need pizza and ice cream. <laughs> I don't even worry about Wi Fi. Everybody I know going to be there. Marjorie. Boom. I ain't got to talk to nobody else. <laughs> and right on the property, what I'm down there for, I'm calling all the frats that golf, all you noops, alphas, cappers, cues. They got a signature Jack Nicholas golf course. The packages are reasonable. And just because of the event having moved, we're offering a special $500 off the package for anybody that signs up by Monday. This is a special we're running. You got to understand, look, just business-wise, 
You know we had to take a hit by moving. People don't just give you your money back. That's business, but that is what it is. I wanted the people who paid their money to still have a great time, so we found a better location that you're going to have a better time at, and we're going down there to get out. On the first night, we'll be celebrating Marjorie's 55th birthday, so you know it's got to be all right, y'all. Come on down. Celebrate with us. Everybody right now, go to steveharveysandandsoul.com. Now, if you're one of the unfortunate people who got a refund from the DR event, here's your chance to sign back up and not miss out. $500 credit all the way up into money for, for Monday for anybody that signs up. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com and Lord have mercy, get ready to have yourself a great time and come meet the morning show. Coming up next, Nephew in the building with Can Run That no Prank problem? Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, we will talk about the season six premiere of Power. Finally. Power. Finally. Is it's it going back? down this Sunday. Yes, it is. August 25th on Stars. Right now, though, the Nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? I got the blind barber. Oh, here we go. Blind barber. Uh-huh. All right. There's always a chair available at the barber shop. It's the blind barber. Come on and sit down. We're going to cut you right on up. (laughs) The blind barber. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to read your... uh, uh, That run the the barber... Yeah, you... Now, you run the the barber shop down there, don't you? I own the barber shop. Okay, now, I'm trying to see if... If y'all got any uh, uh, booth rentals down there where I can come in there and cut some hair. I've been cutting hair a long time. I want to see if y'all got some room down there. They tell me you might you might have had some come available. I got two booths open right now. You need a booth? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get in there and get the cutting. Now, you, now how much you charge for, for booth rental on a weekly basis? That's uh, $200 a week. $200 a week. That, that's $800 a month. That's still good because they're just 200 now, when can I get down there so you can meet me, you know, where you can show me around the shop so I can know what? I'm open from 8 to 7. That's, uh, that's Tuesday through Saturdays. All right, because I want to see if I can maybe meet you there so I can get down there and just feel my way around. Well, come on. Then what I want to ask you, do you mind doing for me? Do you think you could possibly put up some ramps where you got steps at and uh, and your phone... Could you take your mind if you take the phone and put it in Braille for me? Oh, wait, wait a minute. What the hell I need to put my taking taking ramps out and, and putting phones in and Braille for what, what what's going on with you? Well I'm 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 blind. You know, I'm not gonna let that stop me. You know, I'm still gonna Oh no, 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 no. Hell no, man. You hell, wait a minute, you what? I'm blind, but see, but I've been cutting my hair. For over 10 years, and folks say my hair cut always look good, so I didn't figure I'm going to start cutting hair now. Oh, well, guess what? You might cut hair, and it might be some good that you do, but just can't cut no hair in my shop, not being blind, Doc. Yeah, but ain't that kind of down my shop, man. No, what? I ain't got no problem with that, baby, but you you just can't do it down. Well, wait, wait, now, see, this is what they call discrimination. You can't do that. You can't discriminate from people just because they got some type of handicap belongs to them. You... Uh, listen, hold on. Let me tell you something, 
I'm not trying to be trying to put you out of business, Doc, doing what you need to do, but you just can't do that in my shop, man. I don't care if it calls discrimination, scrimination, scrimination, or what. Not, not, at, not at my shop, not at shop. You just can't do it, baby. Listen, now, I know how to cut hair. I know how to give folks a lining and stuff like that. I ain't tried to use no razor, nothing like that. Oh, but no, I, no, man. Come on, dude. Listen, listen, I, can't you find something else to get into besides trying to cut out? Well, this what I like, though. This what I feel like this is my calling. You just can't do it in my shop. I'm sorry. I, no, because, see, now that's what I don't, I don't care to hear something like this here. Now, I've been, I got the qualifications, and I'm able to do it. And I want to be able to come down there, and I told you, when I first, what I tell you, I said I wanted to feel my way around. Didn't I say that? Doc, I need you to be able to see what you're doing. I mean, I don't care about you being able to cut no hair being blind, Doc. You got to be able to see to do that. This could probably do, do one for your shop. People will come from miles around to see somebody like myself cutting. I had that kind of in my shop. Did you hear what I said? I heard what you said. What I don't want you to do is make me mad about this. Now, How you going to get mad about something that belonged to me? I'm, I'm, I'm offering, and you telling me this. That you're blind, Doc. I can't help you when you run, man. Come on with that. Hey, now listen, I'm gonna tell you this here, and I'm gonna tell it to you straight. I'm coming down there to that barber shop. I'm gonna fill these booths out, and I'm gonna start cutting. Now, one thing I don't want to do is have to get into no tussle with you. Now, I don't want you don't that. Worry, worry about getting in no tussle with me, because if you bring your up in my shop, how much you gonna cut here? It's gonna be some furniture moving around up in the. And I'm coming down there, and I'm coming down there this evening. Now, one thing you you better keep your my shot. You gonna you gonna get your whooped by a blind man is what you gonna do. You ain't gonna see it coming either. You hear me? Bring your song. as long as I got the money to pay my booth rental. You I don't give a damn. I don't want your money. Your blind can't cut no man. My you understand what I say to you? I'm understanding what you're saying, and if I got to call the law about you being discriminatory. Law, you can call anybody you want to call. That's my. You not gonna do that. You understand what I'm telling you? Now you bring your down there talking about cutting my. I'll be waiting on you. I'm, I'm coming down there this evening. I'm coming, and I'm coming to whoop your. Cause you got the nerve to discriminate against me. I don't know how you got my number in the first. But who gave you my number? You ought not be dialing my number. How you even fix your thing with them? They call my number. They give me, they give me this number and say you is the one that do the hiring round the barber shop. You don't call my personal number. You call my shop. Who gave you my number? What difference do that make if I'm some man looking for a job? See, you this, know, this, I don't this, give a. You don't call my personal phone. Man. This, this, you you're going to watch your tone with me, what you're going to do. I ain't going to watch a thing. You, no, you I, gonna, you, don't you bring your to my shop. I tell you one thing you're going to watch. You're going to watch me get on your this evening. Well, how you going to get on my You can't see me. I'm about to hang up on your I got one more thing I need to say to you. thing is that. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your cousin. You know what? I'm gonna whoop that man. You ain't no good. Hey, Mr.
I got to ask you, man, what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there it is. What you oh, think? Oh, man. Egged you it. play too much. <laughs> Crazy. Just, you know, kind of keep it stupid, that's all. Let me tell y'all this, though. Y'all know I'm a movie buff, right? Yeah. That's what yes. I do. Mm-hmm. You got to check out this new film called Overcomer. All right? Overcomer. Mm-hmm. This okay. is a family movie. It looks good. All right? Mm-hmm. John Harrison is a frustrated coach. He's questioning his values until he crosses the paths with a student struggling with her own journey. She's dealing with asthma. All right? This is filled oh. with, with, this is with faith, humor, and heart. Overcomer asks the important question, what do you allow to define you. What defines you? Visit OvercomerMovie.com. What defines you? Like, like pranks define me. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. So what oh, defines yeah. you? Yeah. Who run track yeah. with asthma? I did. And this this star and in this movie, she does. Overcoming it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overcome. All right. And, and get a, and get <laughs> we a have shot. to move on. Coming up at the top of the hour, <laughs> entertainment <laughs> and national news right after this. Oh, he's ignorant. Even in Africa. So I can't believe it. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, this Sunday, the wait is over. Get ready. That's right. This Sunday, August 25th, the Hit Stars original series, Power, is back. Woo! Woo! Okay. It's back. We've been waiting a long time for this one. Uh, I thought y'all said it was over. No, this is the Well, this will be the last season. Last season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they have one more. From executive. 50 Cent still in it? Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Oh, he did. 50 days. he's. He's still on it. Yeah, it's still his show, if that's what you mean. It, but he'll be in a flashback or something. He ain't going to be on it. <laughs> I'm not shooting myself in my own show. <laughs> well, it took him a long time to come to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From executive producers, you mentioned 50 Cent, Curtis, 50 Cent Jackson, and Courtney A. Kemp. Season 6 picks up when uh, with Ghost. That's Jamie St. Patrick seeking revenge. Uh, his former brother-in-arms, Tommy Egan, must pay for the ultimate betrayal, and it's an all-out war, Steve Harvey. Woo! Yeah, That's it's all way. out. Ghost aims to get even with Tommy and finally become legit by any means necessary, even as everyone he once trusted turns against him. Woo! Mm. Power premieres... <laughs> Sunday, this Sunday, August 25th. It's only on Stars and on the Stars app. Catch up on past seasons right now. Wow, I can't wait. I, I can't cannot wait for. We've yeah. been waiting a long time for this one. Yeah, I, I'm gonna do a so uh, guest good. appearance on uh, Power. Oh really? Right. You didn't even tell us. You didn't us. tell nobody he was gonna be in Power. What, what well, character? I ain't, I ain't talked to him about it yet. Oh, you well, just can walk on the set. Well, you probably need to call to 50. 59. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I was I'm just, sure he'll be what okay I was going to do was, uh-huh. I, my plan was to just go in and shoot ghosts and just walk off. What? No, no we will not baby. allow that. Don't that don't work. Uh-huh. No, You'll be an no. instant villain right there. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Ghost is, is, is good. Ghost is good. Okay, the well, issue who is, needs to get shot? Uh, I don't who know. Who needs to get shot? Yeah, that council. Everybody tell- knows somebody. <laughs> Lorenz Tate. Yeah, yeah. The councilman. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, he needs mm. to get shot. He I, got the dark is- side, don't he? Yeah. No, but I love Lorenz Tate though. I need. Do we know if the girlfriend is really dead? 
Is she definitely Angie? Angie? And, uh, yeah. Angela. We don't know. She got shot. That's we don't right. know. Tommy yeah. shot her. And Tommy yeah, shot her. Tommy yeah. shot her. Tommy yeah. shot her. So we don't know. After he helped all of them. And wait a minute. Yeah. Go son, though. Uh, Tariq. Tariq. Now, maybe oh, you can go on and, Maybe you can yeah. go on and talk to him, Steve, because he needs He needs to be a choke mentoring he, he does. He, <laughs> he really does, Steve. Need, I'm talking about right now. He needs to be down at the mentoring camp. <laughs> I'm talking about son and yeah. daddy behind whooping. <laughs> yeah, that's the role you could play, Steve. <laughs> what role? To mentor Tyreek. To, to mentor Tyreek. Tyreek yeah. died at the mentoring camp. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they should Ooh, write that in. Call 50, Steve. I think Lala's going, okay. we're going to see a new side of Lala's yeah. character, Keisha. She's turning and, uh, against mm-hmm. Ghost, too, Carla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And against Tasha St. Uh-huh. Patrick. Mm-hmm. And against her girl. So we're going to see. We're going to see. Yeah. I can't wait. I know. This Ooh. Sunday. Good. Yeah, it looks Ooh. good. It looks yeah. good. When, yeah. Shirley? Come on. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> this Sunday. This Sunday. Get ready. August 25th. It's on Stars Power. All right? Everyone has turned against ghosts. Not me, though. No, never that. <laughs> All right, Steve, we got to move on. Time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Much, and yeah, I can't wait for power. That's my show. Anyway, a growing list of cities, states, and organizations are suing the federal government over new rules that would keep immigrants from qualifying for green cards and later citizenship if they take advantage of any public assistance like Medicaid, food stamps, and housing vouchers. More than 15 states have already filed suit, including California, Washington State, and Pennsylvania. And now New York City and New York State have joined in with Attorney General Letitia James stating the case. The Trump administration's thinly veiled efforts to only allow those who meet their narrow ethnic, racial, and economic criteria to enter is a clear violation of the laws and will be met with a very, very strong response. Uh, The Trump administration's new rules are scheduled to go into effect in October and expand the range of programs that would lead authorities into seeing certain new arrivals as burdens on U.S. taxpayers and therefore ineligible for permanent uh, legal status. Looks like President Trump is making another political about-face. This time it's about gun laws. After the recent mass shootings in El Paso and elsewhere, Trump seemed to back increased background checks. But now, after reportedly meeting with NRA head Wayne LaPierre, Trump's singing a different tune. We can't let that slope go so easy that we're talking about background checks that all of a sudden we're talking about let's take everybody's gun away. People need weapons, unfortunately, for protection. Now Trump's talking about mental illness more than gun control measures. The Trump administration's come out with another controversial rule. Get this one. This one allows for indefinite detention of migrant families with children while their asylum claims are being processed. The new ruling, in effect, gets rid of something called the Flores Settlement, which set a 20-day cap for detained families and which President Trump says migrants have been using to abuse the system. Uh, It takes effect uh, 60 days for tomorrow, but you probably can expect some legal challenges. The American Civil Liberties Union calls to change just one more cruel attack on immigrant families by this White House. While the NFL may have decided to move on without Colin Kaepernick, many people have not. The gifted quarterback 
Black began protesting, not the NFL, but police brutality, you understand, in 2016. And he got a lot of death threats. Well, at least three black players still kneeling. San Francisco 49ers teammate Eric Reed, uh, Miami Dolphins receiver Kenny Stills and Albert Wilson. Kaepernick's praising all three of them for, quote, their continued efforts to fight for the people, even in the face of death threats. Two white gals and police officers not facing any charges, despite the way they arrested a black man earlier this month, parading him down the street. The cops both on horseback tied 43-year-old Donald Healy's hands behind him and held the end of a rope and walked him between the two horses like a slave. Donald Healy's family says he's mentally ill and often sleeps on the street. In fact, he was only being arrested for trespassing. And then he was let go. A video of him paraded down the street went viral. Finally, it's Ride Like the Wind Day, so do what you gotta do. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for Junior Sports Talk. Uh, Junior, what's up with the Cowboys? How about those Cowboys, huh? Oh. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. Unk, I know you've been out the country. You know you've been on vacation. You probably don't know. But uh, Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott just still does not have a contract. And he's just been kicking in Cabo, Mexico like he don't have no job. It's amazing that Uncle Steve and Zeke's been on vacation at the same amount of time. <laughs> Zeke been gone. Zeke is gone. He ain't even thinking about coming back in. Uh, Zeke has been holding. So out. let me ask you a question, Junior. What have Is his contract? I mean, he's just asking for a new contract, he or is was his contract up and he renegotiating? Which no, one he is? has two years left on his or is contract. Or he gonna sit out and force him to renegotiate? Huh? Exactly. He has two years left on his contract. Two years uh. and about thirteen million dollars left, and he want a whole new deal, and he want to be paid as the highest running back in the league, mm. which I feel he should be. Oh, because he's led the league in rushing the last three that. years. Now let me just say this: mm. I just because I like Ezekiel Elliott, just want to make sure he learns from uh, Le'Veon Bell. Bell. Yeah, Bell. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell up in uh, Pittsburgh was he sat right. out a year. He lost thirteen million dollars. You never get thirteen million back. Then the next year he got his money. But he set out a year and lost $13 million. Mm-hmm. So I hope he learned that lesson from him. Right. Don't, don't sit out a whole year and not make no money. I, I'm not understanding of that. But, you know, they had offered Le'Veon a certain a big check to play, and he didn't play. And the money he got when he did go back to play, yeah. I think it was not what he thought it would leverage out to be. So, I hope Ezekiel gets it together. He seems like a really cool dude, man. Well, Uncle get, I like him a lot. get even crazy because Dallas Cowboy owner Jerry Jones, he said he was joking when he, um, he said, Zeke who? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, doing an interview? Uh-huh, because mm-hmm. the backup running back, Pollard, had a really good game <gasps> against the Rams. Okay. And so when they asked him about Zeke, he said, Zeke who? Wow. Oh, talking about he had a good mind. game against the Rams in preseason? In preseason, yeah. Wow. The backup running back. Pop. That was a yeah. oh, Okay, well, you know. And, yes, and that's what we're saying. Pre-season, you know, hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very strange what... people tackling. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's so stupid. He's so ignorant, man. All right. Yeah. 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 Regular bunch. team wasn't tackling Pollard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boys get out there in that linebacker with them fives and eights on their jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Vaughn Miller, Neil. Yeah. You got a linebacker with number yeah, 17, tackle Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You got tackled by a wide receiver they trying out at safety. <laughs> yeah, okay. All yeah, right. Nice thank run, you guys. homie. 
Uh, coming up at 34 after the hour, Georgia Mom, a uh, Georgia Mom creates a job fair for her kids to earn money. We're going to talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, parents are always trying to teach their kids about money and the value of things. You know how we do that as parents. And one mom in Georgia has come up with one of the best ideas we've heard. Her name is Shakitha Marion McGregor. Uh, She shared the clever plan she came up with for her kids to earn allowance uh, in a Facebook post where it's gone viral. Shakitha McGregor writes that her children continue to ask for a new cell phone and allowance and to go places. So she surprised them with a job fair. She put <laughs> up flowers. She put up flyers advertising the hiring event, offering them jobs so they could earn the money themselves for all the things they want. The mom offered positions including a kitchen manager lead housekeeper, and laundry supervisor. And she even printed out application forms and held interviews with her kids. She writes, if you want it, work for it, earn it. Uh, I love that idea. I love I that too. idea. Let me ask you, Steve, what clever that, ways... Huh? Have you have you done no, anything like this? Yeah, that is that's really excellent. smart. Yeah, that's it really so smart. is. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> lead housekeeper. <Yeah>. Kitchen manager. <laughs> Kitchen manager. Well, it's sort of strange because... Uh, it's difficult, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you raise your kids and they kind of have a, you know, a better, way better life than the one you had, as all of us do. You know, I don't think, I think most of us as parents want to provide a life for our children that's better than the ones they had. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. at the same time, in my position, I have to make them respect money and make them earn it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of tough. Uh, I basically just, what I do with my sons is I just threaten them a lot, you know. <laughs> That's how you teach them about That's money? <laughs> yeah. How's that what a money Dad, can yeah. I borrow? What? Oh. <laughs> Dad. Dad, can I talk to you about what? <laughs> Dad, I was having some problems. About what? <laughs> well, I, my car note. Okay, cool. Yeah. No. No. And get and ask me again to see what happened. I don't even I don't even let it go no further than that. Wow. My daughter's is totally different. You give them whatever. Totally different. Mm-hmm. But do you teach are you teaching your daughters yeah, about money? Different. You know, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? No, I'm not. You know <laughs> what? <laughs> I fail miserably. Gonna let some man get that headache. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, he said he no, failed. Dog, I, mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I'm not. Yeah, I failed miserably. As a father teaching my daughters about money, uh, Morgan has gotten a grip on it though. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. mastered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon and Carl good. are pretty self sufficient. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have uh, to worry. Uh, Lori has a career, and so I don't really, you know, it's them damn boys. It's, uh, it brings you back to the basically spoiled. They spoiled. spoiled. Well, yeah, I got my sons on starvation program. What is what? Is, I let what? them see the good life, but I don't let them touch the good life. <laughs> starvation program. But they all have jobs. Yeah, Your starvation sons all have jobs. No, I, I'm kidding. You know, mm-hmm. my all of my uh, kids, man, are really, really hard workers. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they they really are. And they're, they're trying not to get living it. off uh, of you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll admit, though, it's been tougher for my sons, though, because 
it's almost like they've been in my shadow so long. And it's tougher for them because they're trying to figure out so much. How do they take care of themselves? Mm -hmm. How do they take care of a woman? Mm -hmm. You know, they're trying to figure it out. And I'm a lot more forceful with them in the get your life together business. So it's kind of been tough, I'll admit, because, you know, who who your father is does affect you in a way. But I think they've done a good job of handling it. You know, they remain humble. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they work great. hard. And I think they're all getting it now, finding their way. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy about that. So, let's be honest, that's that's how I really feel. Okay. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. That's good. You went yeah. deep. That mm-hmm. was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's you know, true. just that's a facts. little deepness. I'll get back to Ignat on the next break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know it won't right. be long. <laughs> yeah, we definitely you know, I'm in know Africa, that. so you know you got to go deep. <laughs> I want to tell you what I did. Uh, I want to... All right, we'll, we'll talk I'm about it. I'll tell you it. what I did. Okay. okay. And coming up next, uh, the nephew will be here with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. Listen, the subject I have for you today is called My Best Friend Likes Sexy Strangers. Okay. So do I. <laughs> My, My best, best friend, friend likes, likes sexy, sexy strangers. strangers. Yeah. Right now, the well, nephew. Yeah. <laughs> right now, the nephew is in the building with today. You ain't never seen call. a stranger and went, all right, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little more to it, though, <laughs> than just the subject. Everybody I've ever talked to at one point in time in my life was just a sexy a stranger. A sexy stranger. <laughs> but here's my question. Have you ever met a sexy stranger, and as soon as they started talking, they wasn't sexy at all? Yes. Hell yeah. It yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Man. Have you talked to a person and from across the room, you're in a club, you're back in your element, and you walk over there and the conversation start and you go, Jesus, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I, I walked over here yeah. for this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get, get out of back. it how, Steve? Walk back. Oh, I walk <laughs> off. I ain't got no time for that. <laughs> walk you ain't got back. I mean, I want to see here. Oh, no, no. I walk across the room uh-huh. and you open your mouth. And then something wrong with you, I just turn around and walk off. We don't know each other. Okay. Wasn't no Instagram back then, none of that. I could just right. walk off. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Love it. All right, Girl, nephew. why he just walk off? I don't know. <laughs> Come on with the prank phone call. What you got for us, Nap? I got it for you. Raymond in the closet. Raymond in the closet. Let's go. I call it law. Hello. Hello. Hey, who there? Can you hear me? Yeah, Bella, who's there? This Raymond. Man, speak up. I can't hear you. Who? This is Raymond. Man, speak up. I can't hear you. Who is this? Raymond. 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 Veranda is my sister. Veranda brother? Yes. What's up? What's up, man? What's up? Somebody done broke in the house. They in the house right now. I'm in the Hold on, hold on, hold on. Man, I damn, I better can hear you. What you saying? Somebody done what? Somebody done broke in the house. Well, why the hell are you whispering? Because they in the house right now. I'm scared. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You saying somebody done broke in the house and they still in there? Somebody done broke in the house. I'm in the house now. I'm, Hold I, on. Wait a minute. You saying somebody done broke into your damn house and they still in there? Yes. What the you doing sitting up in there? Why you ain't call the police? I'm in the closet. I'm in the closet and I'm trying to get somebody to... Hold on, hold I, on. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Man, you saying somebody in the house in in, in in your damn house right now? I don't know what to do. Oh, this 
Okay, where, where you live at? Where you live at? I'm on 36th Street. Because I'm at 32 and a half. You know what? Hold on. I'm finna call the laws. Nah. Wait, wait, you wait, know, wait, 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 wait. Man, you know what? What? Wait a minute. Don't call the police. You send your in a house, somebody finna, 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 finna kill you, and you talking about you don't want them arrested? We got some illegal stuff in the house. Don't call nobody. Don't call. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Now, you saying, hold on. You saying don't call the damn laws. You have some what in the house? Don't call nobody because we, we got it. I got some illegal stuff in the house. Don't do it. Man, what the <sighs> you got in the house? <laughs> Man, you know what? This is bad, Doc. You know what? You send your ass up in there. That's probably why they in that house. Now you done set your ass up in the house. That's who in there now. That's a, I guarantee you that. What you what you got in there? I can't. I can't say it. I can't say it. I just want you to help me. You know what, man? Let me tell you something. I'm gonna tell you the best thing to do. Even though the people in your house right now, you need to just let me call. The Man, you need to let me call the damn law. I'm gonna tell you right you now. You can't, can't get you your can't, money. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't call. Don't call. I'm a, but you know what, man? Don't I'm gonna tell you call, now. I'm not gonna go out there. You don't stay down there. I'm gonna tell you now. I get called the law. Don't call. I get called the law. Hold on. I can get my wife to call right now. Don't call the police. Don't call them. Cause I, I, it's too much illegal stuff in the house. Don't do don't it, please. Don't do it. Don't call the police. Man, but I'm going to tell you something, man. Honestly, I can't do a thing because I ain't going to go down there. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I can't. This fool's going to tell me don't even call the damn law. You know what, man? Look at here, Doc. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm go, I, I ain't going to go down there. I'm going to tell you right down now. You know what? Now, first thing I'm going to tell you now. Now, I ain't going to take my down there. First of all, they may be tapping my damn line. And I ain't got to do with this. You're going to get they your shit on your own. Doc, don't. listen. Man, look. They don't, they don't. I can call 911. Hold on. Baby, look, go ahead and call them. Because you know what? You're going to get they your killed out now. They don't know who you are. I just I need bet, you. Man, you know what? And I ain't going to stay on the phone with your wait, so they can find out. Because you wait, know what? Wait, no offense, no Listen, wait. I call a lot. I ain't getting in that. I ain't, man, you must be a damn fool. I ain't going to get in that one. So I'm going to tell you what you can do. Doc, I call the law. I'm going to have my wife right now. You know what? You may not like it now, but you appreciate me later. Because you know what? You're going to get your monkey ass. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just whisper. Doc. I think they outside. I think they Man, you know what? This is some crazy <laughs> Doc, you done set your Shh, up. Don't say nothing. I'm going to call your Shh, sister for one. Don't get no say She's sitting up there talking about not calling the damn law. Damn fool. You better keep your monk ass in that closet. I'm going to tell you right now, you're a damn fool. You walk out because I'm going to tell you now, they sure going to kill your stupid <laughs> Man, you know what? I ain't going to lie to you, man. The only thing I can tell you damn I can call the law. You finna go down. And I'm gonna tell you now, I ain't going down with I don't know why you really even call me unless you want some help. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't finna jeopardize myself nor my damn family over your around here. The only thing I could do, I could help you out in one way. I can call the law. Now, my wife's got a cell phone. What you want me to do? Will you come get me? You must be a damn fool. I'm not. Hell no, I ain't going down. I ain't going. You know what, man? Look. Look. I can't get in that. And my wife and I already called the police. I'm gonna tell you right now, they finna come. Can you, can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Shut your damn mouth. Shut up. Shut up. Can you shut your damn mouth right now? Can you hear me? Shut up. They don't know when the hush. That's why they don't shoot the shit out of me. Don't peek out that damn door. Can I say something? 
Man, you need to shut your damn mouth. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know what? You just got pranked by Man, your boy. Y'all Wendell, dirty. you just got you, you just me? got pranked. Why y'all some dirty? <laughs> <laughs> I do damn well, man. Dog, you just got pranked by your boy Wendell, man. Now <laughs> I'm sweating like hell, sitting up in this damn house with drawers, old man. And you sit up here, want to play with some... Man, look at here, boy. I'm sweating like hell. You... <laughs> Why are you sweating? You was finna die, because I damn sure no one's finna come down to that house. That's for sure. I know you weren't coming to the house. I heard it in your voice. I said, okay, you know what? He ain't coming to get me. Man, I'm sitting up in here right now, man. I might need to take off from work, boy. I'm playing like hell sitting up in here, though. Hey, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Can't be nobody but the Steve Harvey's morning show with none other than nephew Tommy with his crazy (laughs) (laughs) There you go, people. Raymond in the closet. The closet. Raymond in the closet. Thank you, classic. Favorite of so many, but I must tell you the most exciting news, Uncle Steve. I will be at Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. Back by popular demand, Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club. Okay, Labor Day weekend, August 30th and 31st. Yes, two Friday and two Saturday. There will be blues, there will be jazz, there will be supper. Yeah. Do you go on after the jazz, (laughs) the Spanish class, the supper? When do you go on? I go on last. <laughs> oh, okay. after the blues, after supper, after the jazz, <laughs> during the during the supper, up uh, yeah, I come. Okay. Oh, All you right. up there while they eating? <laughs> Thank you. We gotta go. Thank you, nephew. Up next, strawberry letters. Subject: My best friend, like sexy strangers. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on sex, on dating, on parenting, work, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today, right now. Buggle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject... My best friend likes sexy strangers. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 33-year-old single woman, and my best friend is a 32-year-old wild woman. She works as a bartender, and she uses her job as a way to hit on guys, and most of them are in their mid-20s. She also has sex with these guys. She says that guys our age can't keep up with her, So she sticks with the 20-somethings because they are great in bed. I try not to judge her, but her sex life is a big problem for me because she always uses my guest room to hook up with these random men. She lives with her brother, so she can't go to her house, and she doesn't want to go to these guys' places because she does not know them. Instead, she wants to bring strangers into my house. It started off as a one-time thing, but now it's more frequent. She has a key to my house, so I could be asleep when she comes in, and the next morning I can tell that she's been there. I told her that I do not approve of her using my house for sex, but she said if I'm truly her friend, I would trust her judgment and let her have a little fun. Not to mention the fact that she's putting me in danger while she's living out her wild, crazy sex fantasies. 
all of the guys are in great physical shape and are very handsome, so I think she is just caught up on the fact that she can still pull younger men. She's filling some kind of void in her life, and she may have some deeper issues going on. She told me that she hates that there's a double standard when women hook up with multiple men. I want to talk to her without sounding too preachy. What should I do? Okay, I got to tell you right off the bat that this is your fault. I mean, th- this is really on you. Why? Because this is your house. And uh, you know the saying, your house, your rules. The problem is you haven't set any rules, no boundaries in your own home. Your so-called best friend, uh, this wild woman, as you called her, she's taking advantage of you. And, and she's doing it in the worst way. Uh, a, a real friend, any kind of real good friend, They wouldn't do this to a person, and you shouldn't allow her to do this. Why are you letting her do this? It's like you're afraid or something. You say you want to talk to her. You don't want to sound too preachy. You say you don't want to judge her. But who cares? This is your house. I mean, this situation is way beyond and is far more serious than, than, you know, you sounding too preachy and you judging her. You're, you're being manipulated by this best friend of yours. Uh, she's using you. She's bringing random guys into your house. She's putting you, your possessions, everything in, in danger here. This is craziness. Uh, you, you have to tell her to stop, that she's done. You have to tell her no more. She can't do this anymore. It's not judging her. It's just taking yourself out of harm's way. You got to get your keys back. Or you got to change the locks and tell her it is over, plain and simple. Steve? This letter crazy. Yeah. Here's a 33-year-old single woman. Her best friend is 32 years old. She's a wild woman. She works as a bartender, and she used her job to hit on dudes. And most of the dudes she hitting on is in their 20s. And then you say in the letter, she also has sex with these guys. Well, damn. And <laughs> say then that she again, said please. that guys <laughs> she used her job as a way to hit on guys. Most of them is in their 20s and she also has sex with these guys. What? Exactly. She say that guys our age can't keep up with her. Y'all 33. What 33-year-old dude can't keep up with you? What is you doing? In there. What huh? are you doing in there that a 33-year-old man can't keep up with? Mm. That's prime time. 33? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Them glory days. Yes. See, in your 20s, here what she don't know. In your 20s, oh, you can go a lot of times. But the quality just ain't there. Pathetic. It just, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but you, 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 you make up for it in repetition. Get your bam, bam. Okay, hold it, my bad. And then the next time, which is about 15 minutes later, then it's bam, bam. Okay. All right, sorry about that. What is all of that? I was focused. Yeah, this is how long it takes. Yeah. This is a 20 year old. And then the third time, he gone and he get a little run in, but now you tired of his ass. Mm-hmm. Now you in your 30s and you done ran up into a man that keep up, can't keep up with you. What in the world are you in there doing? Hmm. What is who you work for Circle Lake? 
What, what you at? What you do? <laughs> you at Circus Olay? You in? Are you the lady diving in the champagne glass? Come up out the other side. What is you doing? <laughs> what is you doing? Is you diving out the window onto the ground and then coming back up the steps? And now you back in the living room, ass naked. What is you doing? <laughs> you try not to judge her, but the sex life is starting to be a problem for you. Because she always uses your guest room to hook up with these random men. Mm. I don't understand. Is she her roommate? No, she has her own place. She lives with her brother, Steve. But she can't she got do her it own at her place. Bro- she lives with her brother. Yeah. But she brings these men to your house and use your guest room with these random men. She's got a key to Because she don't want to go to these guys' places because she don't know them. Right. All right, listen, hold that thought right there, Steve. Yeah, hold that thought. (laughs) We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Today's subject, my best friend likes sexy strangers. We'll have part two coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, my best friend likes sexy strangers. Okay, here's a recap. 33-year-old woman got this 30-year-old, 32-year-old friend as wow. She hook up with men at her job, men at her job because she's a bartender and she have sex with them. Now she lives with her brother, but she like younger men because 33-year-olds can't keep up with her. So we don't know what the hell she in here doing. <laughs> she's some type of ally or something, something going on. I don't, I don't know what she's doing. But she got something going on where a, if a 33-year-old can't keep up with you, you too damn much. That's prime time. You need to go sit your ass down somewhere because mm-hmm. you doing too damn much. Mm. Now, here's the problem. She lives with her brother, so she uses this other girl's guest room to hook up with these random men. I don't understand that. She don't want to go to these guys' places because she don't know them. Well, you don't know them at, her, at your house either. See, she don't want to hook up with these random guys at their place because she don't know them. So she bring these same people she don't know into your house because she got a key. She don't live there. She just use your house. This don't make no sense. It started off as a one-time thing, but now it's more frequent. She has a key to my house, so I could be asleep when she comes in, and the next morning I can tell she been in there. Hell, you can tell she been in there that night. <laughs> right. You ain't got to wait till morning. They in the guest room. And if she doing this stuff where 33 can't keep up, you're hearing something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many times she done broke the doorknob? See, you in here doing stuff. How many times have you had to remodel your guest room? <laughs> you walk remodel. in there and she talking about. Yeah, she talking about I walk in there in the morning, I can tell that they been in here. What, they had the curtains is down? Mm-hmm. She done mm-hmm. told the curtains off the wall. Stupid. TV, the flat You're screen crazy. is on the floor. <laughs> Your bathroom door, one of the hinges just fell off. Because uh. she in there doing stuff where 33-year-old can't keep up. <laughs> you told her that you don't approve of her using your house for sex. But she says, if I'm truly her friend, I would trust her judgment and let her have a little fun. She ain't got no judgment. Mm-hmm. She crazy. Exactly. And let me tell you something else, too, before we get out of here. This ain't your house. This is a brothel. Oh. See, this is not your house. This is a brothel. (laughs) Oh, see. That's what's happening. (laughs) And you don't have no say-so. You ain't even making money at your brothel. Mm -mm. (laughs) 
this is crazy. And she caught up in the fact that she can still pull younger men. You're not pull, when you get a dude to come home with you, you ain't pulling nobody. They coming. You in fact, you ain't even got to pull a dude. We going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, when you pulling people, that mean you using game to get them to go with you. I pulled this chick at the club. When you bring a man out the club, you didn't pull him. Yeah. He volunteered. He got the collar on. He hooked the leash up to you. You ain't got to pull. We at the car like a dog sitting in the back seat waiting on the owner to come out. You didn't pull him. She's feeling some kind of void in her life, and she may have some deeper issues going on. The issue ain't that deep. She's skank. That ain't deep. Skanks ain't deep. Skanks is shallow. Oh, y'all don't want to go long with that one? <laughs> no. Oh, no, I'm with you. I'm with yeah, you. Huh? Yeah. Oh, that, oh what, what, that term was too much? There's other terms. <laughs> no, I tried no. to use one that would fit the morning show format. <laughs> hey, don't I turn on skank. us. Rhyme with skank. <laughs> He in the zone right now. I mean, skank rhyme with stank. So I'm just trying to figure out why I ain't getting no amens in here. Amen. Y'all know y'all wouldn't have it at your house. Absolutely not. Oh, no. I told her to just heifer bringing these men over time. She told me she hates that there's a double standard when women hook up with multiple men. You hate it. We didn't make the rules. These rules been in place since the beginning of time. This double standards is not a new rule. My daddy told my sisters a long time ago, when I was a little boy, I heard him tell him, you can't do what I do and still be a lady. Period. That rule is true. Now, the fact that you hate and you want to change the double standard, the double standard is not going to change. And let me tell you why. Because if you sleep with multiple men and we find out about it, we have a name for you. And it ain't your last name. So now what you want us to do? I'm sorry. Now I want to talk to her without sounding too preachy. What should I do? You got to sound preachy. But I agree with Shirley 100%. Why is she using your house? Change the lock. See, that's how you stop somebody. So when you're in there sleep, she can't walk in on you. Nobody should have your key that can walk in on you while you right. sleep. Yeah, that's crazy. that's crazy. With strangers in your house. Man to hell with her. Exactly. Talking about if That's you her friend, you wouldn't judge her. Mm-hmm. Crazy ass. <laughs> I'm up in here with all these dudes from the damn club in their 20s. That's this fool in here, and you know they ain't just leaving. You know he done ate a sandwich. I'm in here trying to save my money for college, and your ass in there making sandwiches with this big 20-year-old dude that work out at the gym all day long. He come to the club with a tight T-shirt on and a damn chain. <laughs> All right, Steve, we got to get out of here. Post uh, your comments. Muscle bound ass sitting up in here making sandwiches. On the Strawberry Letter at Instagram. Do her, get the hell out. Or on Facebook at Steve Harvey FM. And don't forget I to check out. I hear you in there making a sandwich. The Strawberry <laughs> Letter <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> on demand. What you going to do? <laughs> Coming up in 46. You going to stop making sandwiches in there? <laughs> <laughs> How many times you going to flush? <laughs> Coming up at 46 after the hour from the talk, it's our girl Cheryl Underwood right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Cheryl Underwood. 
Welcome back, Stay Hard. Well, you've been back, but this is the first time I get to Thank you, baby. Good to be back. I'm just so happy. For, <laughs> why you th- what you bring? What? Okay, let me stop talking. Let me, let me get to what I'm really going to talk about. Africa, Listen, uh, Africa. <laughs> we just, what, the motherland, the motherland. Yes, let me yes. shout out the 1619 Project. You know, people need to understand the true origin. Uh, and uh, Steve went to Ghana. I went to Ghana. We know what's talked about. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But wait, right now, this is why I want to talk about Shirley and Carlos. What's um, that, Cheryl? What's so the rock, the rock get married, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And brawls is falling out, Tommy Junior. <laughs> like oh, you had right. a shot at brawls. Brawls is falling out. Like mm. you had a shot at the rock. The rock wasn't dating something. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's the same way these brawls falling out when Idris Elba married his gal, and they was on Vogue magazine. Like you had a shot at Idris Elba. Now that's not gonna happen. <laughs> a girl can dream, so, Cheryl. Yeah, but sometimes you need to be more realistic in your dreams. Your dreams need to be local. Your dreams need to be uh, grocery store areas and around the corners and stuff. Though. Yeah, look look at the dude in the next cubicle next to you. You stop dreaming these faraway dreams. That's why you get your face cracked. That's right. Love that's, work. that's right. You see where I be looking? I look right over at Junior. See, that's what I'm trying to You ain't never heard me. I wish I could date. You know, I got to crush on El DeBrage, but my main idea is Junior. Junior, right over there. So I'm staying low for staying on the job. See, a lot of these bros looking all sad and misty eyes. You, you didn't have no shot at all. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, other thing is, how we beefing over chicken? Can somebody explain that to me? What? How's we beef- what do you mean? Okay, so Chick-fil-A is supposed to be the originator of the chicken sandwich, right? Okay, they supposed to make the chicken oh, sandwich, really? which which I believe it was a black man at work at a chicken place, yeah. and he was he had to hurry up and My he had to go to kitchen. night service at church, and he fried a piece of chicken and he put it between two slices of bread and put some hot sauce on it. That's the we original chicken sandwich. That's, That's it, what baby. I'm talking about, Carla. That's what I'm talking That's about. It. So Chick Fil A talking smack against I think a, a did Wendy somebody made Popeyes. Popeyes, Popeyes, Popeyes made the chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then tried to act like we made the chicken sandwich. Then Chick Fil A jumped in it. Then then Wendy jumped in it. Then Popeye <laughs> said, <laughs> "Food Popeye say something about being thirsty. You know, uh, you must have mm-hmm. ate one of our biscuits because you sound thirsty, right?" <laughs> and then somebody else come back. I think it was Wendy came back and say, "That's because your biscuits is dry." Now, <laughs> when, when did the fast food chicken restaurant start Some being street food? people? I love a good food yeah. fight, Cheryl. Out, out, out of these streets. <laughs> out of these streets. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. All right, I'm Cheryl, we got to go. Coming up at the top of the hour, Cheryl. Call people for me, Steve. Call Bye, people. Carlos Reality Update up next. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Tommy. Let's go. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go. Buckle up and hold on tight. She is here, Carla Farrell, with what? Reality update. Thank you, nephew. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I ain't heard this in a while. This ought to be good. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Steve. <laughs> I'm going to switch it up and talk about basketball wives. Yes, child. Basketball wives is back. Jackie it's Christie. Girl, hell yeah. Yes, I love it when he gets involved. All right, so listen, Steve. Girl, I've been watching this. (laughs) In Africa, basketball wise, that's my show. (laughs) (laughs) So there's some tension between Evelyn and Jennifer, but they kind of squash their beef. 
tension. Yeah, there was no. some tension. Gen- yeah. <laughs> Not old basketball wives. Tension? No. Jennifer anyway. back? Yeah, Jennifer she's back. is back, Steve. Oh. Yes, and messier than ever. Yes, mm-hmm. she's back. And then Malaysia, she's trying to mend the issues with her cousin, you know, uh, former NBA head coach Byron Scott. He's on the show, basketball-wise, because Malaysia, one of the uh, women on the show, is his cousin. So there's Byron family Scott issues. Is on basketball, yes, wise? yes, what? he what? is. What? Oh yes. yeah, the He's Byron Scott. The Byron Scott. Number two guard. Talking about the yes. shooting guard for the Lakers. Yes. My yes. dog. Yes. He on yes. basketball wives. Yes. yes. <laughs> One. Oh, yes. hell. <laughs> That's the drama right there. <laughs> so, yeah, he's engaged. And his son, his son's uh, wife, Kristen, they are beefing with his fiance. So there's a lot of family drama. And one of the other wives, one of the other basketball castmate members she's in it and it's messy and even shawnee and evelyn told her this castmate her name is og they told her you need to get out their family business because uh, you ain't real deep and uh, you need to get out get minute. out of one that. of the basketball wives name is og no. yes ogum ogum but they yes. call her og they oh, call her okay. og oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. i got you all right Okay, so moving Byron's. on. From, no, be quiet, oh. Junior. Carla, <laughs> <laughs> please get to Jackie Christie. So the anyway, I watch so, this show. <laughs> yeah, so let's move forward. So then Kristen, she threw this 90s roller skating party. So mm-hmm. rumors were going out about Malaysia, and there were some rumors about her and her children, just nasty rumors that they said that Jennifer and her friend were spreading about Malaysia, and Jackie had repeated these rumors. Jackie Christie, Doug Christie's wife. What child, let me tell you, they got to the skating rink. Malaysia couldn't breathe because she like, who up here talking about my kids? This girl had to, was hyperventilating. They said, oh, Lord, they started taking the skates off. They had to dress like they were in the 90s. Well, is so she Emma, the one? Wait, listen. Is she Emma, the one that's 90? <laughs> the 90s theme. <laughs> <laughs> Not 90. Nobody 90 years like Malaysia. Old, 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 old I can't breathe. <laughs> well, I thought you said she was hyperventilating and couldn't breathe, and I went, well, hell, she 90 trying to escape. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So okay, they were dressed bad. up like characters from the 90s. Like Evelyn was dressed up as Peg Bundy from the 90s, you know, the love and marriage show. Anyway, they ain't got nothing to do with it. Listen, listen. So, Malaysia got ready to confront Jackie Christie about what she been saying about her and her kids. Baby, that Jackie Christie dragged the table, chairs at the skating rink. (laughs) Jackie Christie said, y'all want some Jackie Christie crazy? I got it for you. Doug Christie's wife, Jackie Christie, is off the chain. She's on the other side of crazy. Yeah, she really is. (laughs) And finally, let me say this. Shaq has been on the show, too. And I think Shaq's on the show? Yes. Shaq trying to get back with Shawnee. You think so? Yeah. Hard with his ex-wife. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. So Shaq is on the show. So we'll see. So if you want to talk about it more. Shaq on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hell no. All right. Come on, go. All the damn Lakers is on the show. <laughs> we, got, uh, we got more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour. Right after this. Thank you, Carla. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Carla, uh, <laughs> you have one more reality update situation you wanted to bring forth. First of all, oh, yeah. not home, Carla, you didn't matter. I've been sitting here tripping. <laughs> all the like Shaq is on the show. I can't what believe else? this. He can't yeah. breathe. You can't I breathe. heard, this just what I heard. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar <laughs> is going to come in and he's producing a segment on it called Tall People of Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, well, hold that because I got an announcement to make. And, it, and, minute, and it's going to come, it's gonna come on me? right after Little Women of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> the Dancing with the Stars cast has been announced, and guess who's on there? Lamar Odom. Oh! <laughs> Here we go. Another Lakers. Back Lamar Odom Back to is on Dancing with the Stars. Lakers yes. all over primetime. <laughs> Baby, the Lakers are back. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. Go you ahead. finna see some slow-ass dancing. <laughs> <laughs> You are stupid. Yeah. You are so stupid. Ray you Lewis. cannot have been on drugs and all of a sudden start dancing. <laughs> he's clean now. He's clean now. He gave up candy give them and porn. He is clean. It's called residue. That's why, see, listen to me. Once you on drugs, just being around it is dangerous. Well, Lamar Odom and Ray Lewis are all, and Mary Wilson from the Supremes dancing with the stars. Oh, wow. All right. More thank you, Carla. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up, and we have some trending news for you at 33 <laughs> after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Sand and Soul Festival. Yeah. Going down Columbus Day weekend. All of this information is at Steve Harvey, sandandsoul.com. Now, listen, we have a special offer, $500 off on all new people that come to participate in the Sand and Soul, we have running all the rest of this week until Monday, $500 off of everything we doing at the Sand and Soul Festival. So, it's in Cancun, Mexico. We offering you 15%, excuse me, we're offering you 15 events over five days and four nights and the resort is absolutely baller, y'all. Let me explain something to you. Let me give you this number so you, because I know you're going to want to do it. Call 1-800-684-2825. You need to dial 800. That means it's free. 684. Uh-huh. 2825. 1-800-684-2825. I know some people wanted to cancel because of the DR trip. Okay, cool. But now let me explain something to you. Y'all know I'm not going to do nothing crazy. Me and Marjorie going over there. Our daughter Morgan went and took videos and says, Dad, this is a place you and Mom will enjoy. We got 15 events, five days, four nights. The resort is balling. Let me tell you something. It's all-inclusive, food and drinks. A jacuzzi and private balcony with hammocks in every room. You get a $750 resort credit to be used in the gift shop and at their award-winning spa. My daughter went out there. They said they remodeled that thing. That thing is fly. 24-hour room service. 24-hour bakery and snack bar. We got 10 all-inclusive restaurants, including a steakhouse, a seafood joint, Italian, hibachi. We got Mexican. We got homemade ice cream and pastries. We got wood-fried pizza. Wood-fired pizza. We got 11 bars. We got the credit. 
We got everything. On the first night, we'll be celebrating Marjorie's 55th birthday. So you know it's got to be all right, y'all. Come on down. Celebrate with us. Everybody right now, go to steveharveysandandsoul.com. Now, if you're one of the unfortunate people who got a refund from the DR event, here's your chance to sign back up and not miss out. $500 credit all the way up into money for, for Monday for anybody that signs up. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com and Lord have mercy, get ready to have yourself a great time and come meet the morning show. All right, uh, coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from Steve Harvey on the way at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, our last break of the day on this Thursday, and it's been a good day. Uh, So take us home with some good closing remarks like you always do. Well... I don't know if I always do, Shirley. You do. Uh, you do. Something. Yeah. We hear them. Yeah, you do. Yes. I don't see why you we appreciate them. Yeah. 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 Okay. I appreciate your modesty, but you Well, do. let me say this. <laughs> On my vacation this year, I was working through a lot of things. And so, uh, you know, look, you are, uh, when you constantly striving to get better, to be better, to become more successful, to create more opportunity or happiness for your family or for yourself, um, you're going to be faced with opposition. So one of the things that I decided to help me, because there's already going to be presented so much opposition on your road to success, I've decided to remove as much negativity from my life that I'm actually able to control. Now, you can't control other people, but you can control yourself. And so the best place for me to start, I discovered, as I've always known, but I kind of reinforced it over the break, was to start with my own self. And I decided to be much more positive in my approach to everything because positivity is you can bathe in it and and it'll just help you in your overall it's it's something that you can't be a positive person here but negative person over there you become a positive person you normally take a positive outlook if you're an optimistic person you take an optimistic approach to most things if you're a negative person then you take a negative approach to most things uh, have you ever came up with a good idea and shared it with a friend and no matter what you say, it wasn't right? Have you ever taken an idea to somebody you know and every time you give them the idea, there's a problem with it? I ran up into a quote from uh, Albert Einstein and it said, stay away from negative people. They have a problem for every solution. Stay away from negative people. They have a problem for every solution. And I read that, and I started thinking in my life. I said, man, do I have people in my life like that? And there is one. There's just one person, man, who, you know, we're not friends, but we're associates. 
and we have to do some business dealings together. But every time I talk to them, it's a guy. Every time I come up with a solution, he got a problem with the solution. I'm pretty sure if you take inventory in your life, you'll find that you have someone like that in your circle. So you know what I decided to do this summer? I can't stop him from being the way he is, but I don't have to allow that into my circle. He don't have to be a part of my day-to-day. So around in July, I removed him. Now, we normally talk once a week, but I stopped in July. And so what I did was I just blocked his email because the little business we do, it ain't worth the headache that I have to deal with with this guy. It's just not worth the drama or the little antics that he does all the time that I constantly have to address. So I blocked him from my email and I blocked his contacts. And you know what? I don't miss him. You know what? If you remove a negative from your life, you won't miss it. As a matter of fact, you'll feel lighter. So I just removed him from my world. So look, if I'm going to take a more positive approach and control my thinking much better and say, okay, Steve, listen, man, we're going to stop speaking negative. We're going to stop this negative energy. I'm going to stop allowing people in my space to create negativity. I'm just going to stay as positive as I can. Now, I'm human, so from time to time I do drift off because you can't help it. You know, sometimes you're just going to get on the subject and and, and, and you're going to start thinking negative thoughts or you're going to start saying negative things. Just because you get off the positive path don't mean you have to stay there. So when you make a mistake and you get off and you find yourself, well, you're talking about somebody with one of your friends, just pull up, catch yourself and go, okay, my bad. Let the conversation in and start fresh. I just decided to do that this summer, that I was just going to become just an overall more positive person. And I'm going to speak more positive things into existence in my life. Tongue is very powerful, very, very powerful. So as I look at my life, that's the new approach that I've taken. And so I've decided to excommunicate all negative people from my life. So here's the announcement that I'd like to make in my closing remarks. If you have my email address, and you're a negative person, stop emailing me. If you're a negative person and you have my cell phone number, do yourself a favor and don't call me because I've already blocked you. You've probably noticed when you tried to reach me that you can't get through. So all negative people, I'm done. I invite all of you to join in. Get rid of the negativity, stay on the positive course, and your life will be a lot smoother. Thank you very much. Those are my closing remarks. You out. Bounce. All right. Thank All you. Right, Have a great right. weekend. See, that was good right there. That was good. Drop the mic, baby. Drop it. Goodbye, Charles. It's, drop, it's in the flow. <laughs> I love I'm that. To say it again, Julie. Get to blocking. Let me get I'm to just going to tell him right now. Bye, Charles. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 